0: Welcome to the Word on Wednesday podcast for August 18. My name is John Mason. It's great you could join us. How are we to reach a world that insists there are no absolutes? In his recently released Christians, The Urgent Case for Jesus in Our World, Dr. Greg Sheridan comments, Popular culture has turned against God, especially against the Christian churches and pretty often against Christians themselves over the last 50 years. In Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, Paul the Apostle says to every generation of God's people, Be careful how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Commenting on these words, Dr. F. F. Bruce notes that Paul's readers are a small minority. And because of their distinctive ways, their lives will be scrutinized by others. The reputation of the gospel is bound up with their public behavior, he observes. Hence the need for care and wisdom, lest the Christian cause should be inadvertently jeopardized by thoughtless speech or action on the part of Christians. Significantly, Paul continues in Ephesians chapter 5, Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Don't be foolish. Understand what the Lord's will is. We all know how time flies. Paul knew this too. Learn to use it well, he is saying, or buy up the present opportunity. We need to understand that although God has opened a door for men and women to enter the new era of His kingdom of light, the present age continues to be shrouded in darkness the toppling of a democratically elected government in Myanmar, and the resurgence of the Taliban in Afghanistan are just two examples. How much we need to pray for peoples everywhere where there is injustice, and especially for God's people who face persecution for their faith in Christ. Our awareness of the injustices around us should prompt us to understand God and His will. He has not simply wound the spring of His creation, but is personally and vitally committed to rescue the lost. To buy up the present opportunity involves not only our living a new life as God's people, but also our witness. For the present time has an end, a terminus ad quem. God will draw together all His people from throughout time to Himself and close the great doors against this present age. And if you are beginning to think that all this is heavy and burdensome, and rather joyless, we need to look at verses eighteen through twenty. Paul begins, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. The Spirit of God is not a fluid with which we may be filled up. Rather, as Paul points out in Romans chapter eight and verse nine, When we turn to Christ, the Spirit of Christ takes up residence within us. So instead of being under the influence of alcohol, we are to be under the influence of God's Spirit. The Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of joy, is within us. Paul's contrast here is striking. Alcohol can lead to drunkenness and debauchery, dehumanizing us. We become the reverse of what we are meant to be, No longer the glory of God's creation made in His image, but beasts. On the other hand, Paul is saying, when the Spirit of God fills our lives, He enables us to live and run as God's people, with love and joy in our hearts. Two interesting exhortations follow, singing and thanksgiving. Singing addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts. We don't often think about the reality that the earliest churches expressed their joy in music and singing. The Psalms were their hymn book. F. F. Bruce also points out that one of the ancient testimonies, Pliny's report of antiphonal singing to Christ as God, has a bearing on two aspects of this verse. The singing is antiphonal, addressing one another, and is offered to the Lord. This tells us that amongst God's people from the earliest times, praise has been offered alike to God and to Christ. One of the ways we worship God and build relationships with one another is singing God's truth. Emotions are a very important part of our makeup. When the Spirit of God is at work in us, our singing will have the rich sound that comes from people who have that deep joy which comes from knowing their God. Always giving thanks to God the Father for everything, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing brings about tension and division more than ingratitude to have a thankful spirit is to accept the situation in which you find yourself in the loving providence of god a thankful heart trusts god not just in good times but also in tough times thankful people know that in every situation god is working out his good purposes for them as we read in romans chapter 8 in verses 28 through 30 Thankful people are more likely to be happy people because they know the Lord is in control. God's Spirit-filled people who display a great sense of indebtedness to His grace are people who know peace, harmony and joy. Be filled with the Spirit, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord in your hearts always giving thanks to God the Father for everything, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here we have a response to the cacophony of voices of our day, voices of people who know not love and joy and peace, because they have not yet found the God who loves them with a greater love than they ever dreamed. Don't be drunk with wine. Don't be afraid rather be filled with God's Spirit and sing psalms and hymns with gratitude to God in your hearts. So let me pray. Almighty God, we thank You for the gift of Your Holy Word. May it be a lantern to our feet, a light to our paths, and strength to our lives. Take us and use us to love and serve all people in the power of the Holy Spirit. And in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
1: Nice.
2: The power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. Lord God, you know us to be set in the midst of so many great dangers that by reason of the frailty of our nature, we cannot always stand upright. Grant us such strength and protection as may support us in all dangers and carry us through all temptations People involved in today's podcast are John Mason, speaker and writer, and Catherine Jacob, a minister for women's ministry in Birmingham, Alabama. Prayers are from an Australian prayer book, 1978. The opening and concluding music is from St. Andrew's Cathedral, Sydney, and the anthem, Do Not Be Afraid, is sung by the Chamber Choir of St. Andrew's Cathedral under the direction of Ross Cobb. Please let us know if you have a question or a comment about this podcast. We'd love to hear from you.